You are listening to the sermon podcast from St. Michael and All Angels Church in Savannah. We are an Episcopal congregation in the Diocese of Georgia, and you can find out more about us by visiting www.stmichaelsavannah.com. I speak to you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have you ever encountered a person who says that they cannot believe in a God who allowed their only son to be tortured and crucified and to be nailed to a cross and to be sacrificed for humankind? I have. One of my friends who professes to be an atheist says that he thinks of the cross as an electric chair a device that tortures and displays our nature for violence. Another friend who is ordained in the Unitarian Church says that she cannot believe in a God who requires such a horrible and high payment, a payment of sacrificial blood. She told me that she does believe in the resurrection, but she has a hard time understanding the significance of the crucifixion. Does this ever come up in your life? As we gather here today in this dark place where all the icons, symbols, vessels, linens, holy texts, and oils have been removed, where there is no bread or wine to be consecrated, which is Jesus' body broken, waiting to nourish us with spiritual food, we might pause to ponder this question. Why did Jesus stretch his life out on the hardwood of the cross and give himself as a sacrifice for us? In a short story written by Peter Kreft called Shared Hells, He writes that the carefully orchestrated plot of Jesus' passion rolls along according to plan. This is a very familiar story of Judas, Pilate, Herod, Caiaphas, Peter, and others. But at the same time, it is also a very strange story. Even to this day, it has not lost its strangeness, its awe, It's mystical and mysterious dimensions that stir us to the very core of our being and makes us wonder why. Kreft goes on to say that we can ponder the strangeness of this story forever, but he believes that for us as humans, we needed something tangible, something that can reach into our hearts into our troubled and tortured lives and unlock the secrets of the universe. In order to accomplish this, in order to reach deeply into our troubled hearts, God did not give us a placebo. God gave us himself. God came and entered into time and space with us. He entered into our suffering. He came to us like a lover. 
God sent Jesus to walk among us, to live as we live. He did not hold anything back, even to the point of his giving his life on the cruel cross, just as a lover would give their life for their beloved. Through this act of passion, he enters into our pain, our heartache, our suffering. He sits with us and even holds us gently in his arms in the lowest and darkest places of our lives. Kreft says he descends into our hells. He descends into our violence. He descends into our insanity. He descends into our depression. Kreft says he even descends into suicide by suffering, by his own suffering, he descends into the lowest, darkest places of our lives. We are broken, he was broken with us. We are despised and rejected, he was despised and rejected. We are misunderstood, he was misunderstood. Often our tenderest most cherished relationships are shattered and betrayed. He too was loved and was betrayed by his loved ones. Whatever our situation, he is there with us. He is like a mother who will not desert her children no matter what it costs her. He never turns his face from us no matter how many times we turn our face from him. With every stroke of the hammer, as the nails were driven into his soft flesh, Jesus suffered. And the pain still lingers as today humans, the people he so graciously died for, continue to hammer nails of hatred, malice, heartache, and suffering. Why did God endure all of this? For love. Because God is love. Just as a lover sacrifices their own life to save the other, just as a mother sacrifices her life for her children, just as a soldier sacrifices his life for the values he holds dear unto death. God sacrificed God's life for, to save us. And as we think about that, I want to tell you a story. It's called The Signature of Jesus, and it's written by Brennan Manning. There is a story of an old man who used to meditate under a big tree on the bank of the Ganges River. One morning after he had finished his meditation, the old man opened his eyes and saw a scorpion floating helplessly in the water. As the scorpion washed closer to the tree, 
The old man stretched himself out on one of the long roots that branched out into the river. And he reached out to rescue the drowning creature. As soon as he touched it, the scorpion stung him. And instinctively, the man withdrew his hand. A minute or two later, after the old man had regained his balance, he stretched himself out again on the roots, trying to save the scorpion. This time, the scorpion stung him so badly with its poisonous tail that his hand became swollen and bloody, and his face was contorted with pain. At that moment, a passerby saw the old man stretched out on the roots, struggling with the scorpion. And he shouted, Hey, stupid old man, what's wrong with you? Only a fool would risk their life for the sake of an ugly, evil creature. Don't you know you can kill yourself trying to save that ungrateful scorpion? The old man turned his head and looking directly into the stranger's eyes said calmly, my friend, just because it's the scorpion's nature to sting, that does not change my nature to save. The scorpion the old man tried to save finally killed the old man. To the passerby who sees the old man stretched out on the root tree roots who shouts, only a madman would risk his life for the sake of an un ugly, ungrateful creature. I hear Jesus answer as he hangs from the hardwood of the cross. My friend, just because it is humankind's nature to wound does not change my nature to save. Amen.